0: launch your global career in football business study a master's degree online with unique access to the mcg and a big hitting australian industry network brought to you by the global institute of sport who also have campuses at the iconic wembley stadium in london and etihad stadium in manchester be one of the first australians to get a football master's degree and join GIS's global network of football leaders. Apply now to start in February 2022. Learn more at gis.sport/fnr. That's gis.sport/fnr. You're listening to The Football Revolution. Hello and welcome to the football revolution. I'm your host Geo. Thanks for joining us. We are back, a week off air whilst I was on a family holiday, which gave me time to recharge. But more importantly, my co-host, time to crank up the barbie and watch some more cricket. Welcome, my friend, VIG. Well, welcome How back, you? mate.
1: How are you? I'm good, mate. You, look, uh, you looking nice and tan, nice and relaxed?
0: Mate, it was nice up there. Look, like anywhere, um, I think things are a little bit, uh, you know, still behind in the ages. There, there was less staff, less things open. But while you're up there and the sunshine is shining and uh, you get to have a swim, we went and did a bit of... Um, we went to the Barrier Reef uh, for my birthday. Scuba Steve. Yeah, we did do a, a bit of Scuba Steve, and we also went and did some tubing behind about ba- a boat, so it was great fun, and uh, we enjoyed ourselves, and now we get to come back, and hopefully we get to enjoy some football. But uh, while we were gone, is there anything else in the news other than the Joker?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. No. <laughs> the answer is no. It, it's everywhere. It was everywhere. Um, hopefully it's behind us now. It's in Dubai, isn't it, apparently, it, now? It's gone... Uh, <laughs> We can all move on now and, you know, enjoy the Australian Open and uh, move on from... the political... Uh, this is...
0: this is Everyone's going to have a difference of opinion, right? This It's going to be split sides and at the end of the day, he's not here. We just have to now move on and enjoy Cheer on. He just or, wants to play tennis. That's, or the Italian it. guy, that Sergi guy who missed out and now he's come into the tournament ranked 150th. He's He gets a paycheck of 42,000 if he gets to the next
1: round. He can yeah. feed his family for the next 10 years. Yeah, he's no chance. He'll, <laughs> he'll get knocked out tonight. But anyway, we, we move on.
0: All right, so COVID's still the unwanted holiday guests. You just cannot get rid of uh, COVID at the moment. But uh, we're all just doing... the the best we can it's causing all sorts of headaches for getting the games played and rescheduled um, but I have an idea for the A-Leagues to bring in a rule my rule suggestion is have you ever seen the movie The Holiday I've only watched it about 432,000 times but uh, any which way I haven't but go ahead so what happens is uh, the two main characters um, Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet they um, they put their house up for the holidays so you switch houses with someone so I think it may be just for that one one month in uh, January you can switch a player with another league just for the month. So maybe someone from the UK comes here and plays for one of the A-League teams and the A-League teams goes over there. They get to play a bit better football and the, the pommy guy gets to come here and enjoy summer and some sunshine and some good weather and some nice barbecues
1: and different things. So Look, I'm for it. If it means we get to watch more football and there's more games being played, I'm for it. Maybe they bring out the, uh, the, you know, the NBA 10-day contract. <laughs> You'll be putting your hand up, I'll be putting my hand up. Well, this is
0: the thing, right? They have the Beckham rule, so why not have the, the holiday rule? Yeah, that, I think that's Sign me up. I think we pitch that to the to A leagues. But uh, moving on to the FFA Cup, City lost to the Phoenix uh, on pens in a night. Captain Jamo would love to forget, but young Alex Paulson, he's hoping he won't.
1: Yeah, definitely um, a, a bit of a, a cup set, you, you could say. A cup um, set. <laughs> <you've been laughs> like wor- have you been working on these since I'll, I've been away? Have you? I've been I've been keeping that one in the bank. <laughs> um, but no, look, uh, credit to Wellington, they they fought hard. Uh, you know, City should have won that football game. They're, they're a much better team, but these things happen in, in cup football. Um, and, you know, well done to Wellington. I think that they move on. I think they've got Melbourne Victory up next in the in the semifinal. So, you know, they're, they're a chance now. You're playing semifinal football in a, in a cup game. Um, yeah, they're playing against Victory, a big club, but, you know, they're, they're every every chance a shot of uh, going through to the final.
0: How many penalties would Jamo have to have taken that night
1: to get one? I reckon he could have taken 10 and he still wasn't getting any. Yeah, well, well uh, touchy subject for Jamo, but um, no, you, you know, it, it was it was a tough night for him. Look, um, the keeper
0: in the shootout was unstoppable. He pulled off some absolutely fantastic saves. Okay, he picked the right way, but he also flew through the air and got a very strong hand to three of the pens. But Jamo's first one, which was in uh, in in the game, not in the penalty shootout, it was like watching slow mo on FIFA. It. He hit it. It was always rising. It was always going over the bar, and it was just like watching a nightmare for him. Just slow motion, never ever
1: going in. No, and Jamo, he he won't be happy. He'll be he'll be um, he'll be kicking himself for that. Um, and and as a captain, you know, you, you always you get the ball, you put your hand up, you got you take the responsibility on, and when you don't score. You know, tail between the legs and, and back you go.
0: Look, hopefully for the Phoenix, that gives them a bit of a shot in the arm that they need. So um, victory edged out Adelaide thanks to a late penalty. Uh, I think the Italian import was on the sh- score sheet with 15 or 20 to go. So yep. that put them through. And 10 men, Sydney sne- sneaked past the raw, uh, so, which now leaves us with the semi-finals. So Sydney hosts the Mariners tomorrow night. Yep. And the Phoenix to play the victory. But who knows when with this rescheduling? we do not
1: sure when the games are played. Maybe it, next year. Oh, who knows? <laughs> 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 Mate, maybe oh, w- w- what ffa cup are we playing is it t- is it 2021 2022 I, I don't know anymore Mate, if what, the euros, what's going on if
0: the euros were being called the 2020 euros and it was played in 2021 closer to 2022 anything's possible it is all right so in the player escape room we are joined by kiwi international and sydney fc live wire costa Barbarosus we also uh tonight we'll have a uh, a bit of a look at the, I suppose, football's post-Xmas uh, Christmas sales, so also known as the January transfer window. So we'll talk about it at the end of the show, um, I suppose, what's been happening in the A-League, who's disappeared, who's gone to try and find greener pastures, which they'll probably return sooner or later, but uh, for now they've gone and taken a shot somewhere else and uh, what players have, uh, have joined the league. Um, and there was just the two of us. Two A-league fixtures took the pitch and uh, pretty much my snapshot was City and Adelaide still trying to find their top gear while Sydney dropped points but have the Lion King, Mufasa, appear. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Look, the only other that's one I had good. for you was I was going to say City and Adelaide both taking turns, uh, both taking their turn, sorry, missing the, missed taking their turn while Sydney dropped points but have the Lion King, Mafasa return.
1: Return of the King. It is Return right. of the King. So He's got the big main, so... Um, we'll roll with that.
0: Yeah, so look, let's get into our Revolution Roundup. A lot of games cancelled uh, and have to be rescheduled, so I think February and March will need to have at least 46 days each <laughs> to be able to play all these games, and uh, look, it, I know it's tough on the players because you get into a bit of a rhythm, then you stop for two weeks, and then you get into a rhythm for a week, and then you're off for another three or four weeks, but look, there's worse things to, d- to, to have in life and to be a footballer it has to be uh, delayed and not have a run of games, so look, I think if I was a pro footballer, I'd just cop it on the chin, I think, but uh, yeah, look, there was two games that were played. The first one was Adelaide uh, hosted Melbourne City on Saturday. It was a 2-2 draw. It was quite an entertaining game, but uh, the scary thing for City was City already have as many draws this year as they did in the entire last last season when they won
1: uh, the double. Yeah, I- interesting stat. I, I, th- I thought they were good. It's, it's always a, a good game between uh, Adelaide and, and City. I think it was a 2-0 draw in the first first game they played early in the season. Um, two all, two all, uh, draw again. Um, positives for City though is that um, hello Matthew Leckie. two assists, uh, one for Naboo, who, who ghosted in on, on the back stick, nice cross, and then um, also one for for Lecky to, to go two one up. Uh, they'll be they'll be disappointed that they didn't hold on. Uh, Nuno Reis getting sent off, yeah, professional foul, second yellow card. Um, and then the, the new Japanese striker for Adelaide comes on and, and scores the equaliser in, in the 84th minute. And he, he looks a player. He's a, he's a big, big lad, technical. Um, it's probably what Adelaide uh, are missing now that Cassini uh, yengi is going to be out for an extended period. I think it, I think he's probably got another two two months, maybe three months out. Um, I think he had a, a, an op on his quad. Um, so, you know, they, they need that presence up front. Um, they need a, a focal point And I, I think he will have a, a big part to play for them.
0: Touching on the Nino red red card, so uh, look, it was a, it was a a good save from Glover, but an average spot kick from the usually reliable. Uh, one so it w- it wasn't struck well, and look, that possibly cost his team the three points. But look, you can't rely on one guy all the time. So uh, the the positives, as you said, was that uh, Abus- Busuki is that his name? Uh, equalized off the bench on debut. Blackwood scored again, so it wasn't the n- prettiest of goals. Oh, it's but come off his knee
1: and elbow or shin, whatever it is. Even but the week, even the goal before, that was the same he's thing. He's getting in position to to score those goals, so that's a that's a positive.
0: And another positive for them was that Nastori Irankung Irukunda? is that his name? He's number sixty-six. Entered the record books: fifteen years, three hundred and thirty-three days. He played thirty minutes against City.
1: I, so they've got I was a, playing so 50, FIFA at fifteen. Adelaide have got a knack of giving young kids debuts, right? So, and and they've always had a good. They've got a good youth setup. Um, e- even their their state teams at juniors, under thirteens, fourteens, 15s level, they've always been good. Um, now they've got the the um, Adelaide Adelaide United Academy. Um, that produce good quality players, and, and they're not scared to play them. They're all home, they're homegrown. They they grew up in Adelaide. They're all Adelaide boys, um, and you know, good luck to them. W- well done. Look, if you're good I, enough, you're old enough.
0: Yeah, look, it's fantastic to see a guy. Like I said, I still it's under 16 years of age. Who's got on? He didn't just come off the bench yeah. for five seconds. He's come off for 30 minutes. You're, f- and, you're fearless. And he went decent. You're fearless
1: at that age. You're fearless. you're fearless. You got you got no worries. Um, you know, you, you don't you don't worry about what people think about you. Um, you, you just you take on the game and. Um, you know, it, it's it's a good thing. It's it's good to watch. What we'll touch on a little bit later when we do our uh, January
0: transfer window is the fact that out of all the teams, Adelaide have probably had the most ins and outs, the most disruptions. Um, and so, look, I think it's going to take them a bit of time to find their combo. Um, and look, they've they've gained players, <laughs> they've they've lost some names. Look, if if rumours true, they maybe their captain no, maybe walking walk, yeah. maybe walking out the door. But, well, uh, but
1: he might walk out the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, I think I think from from both teams they'll be reasonably happy. There's things they'll want to improve, but look, it's really difficult at the moment when you've got no flow on, right? Yeah, you're, you're not consistently training, you're not consistently playing, and and you know, to Adelaide's defense they've got new players coming in at the moment, and so mid-season you're already doing yeah. intros and saying I'll, how you going.
1: I've still got them top six. I, I think maybe even top four uh, with the, with the quality they've got, the quality they've brought in. Um, you know, I think they're a good football team.
0: Is it a fair result? So, City, as you said, let the uh, the lead slip twice, but uh, could they have counted themselves lucky they weren't punished from the spot?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like that two one then with a player up, and you probably think Adelaide at home, even with City's quality, um, and you know they they held on for for as long as they could till till the eighty fourth I think it was, um, and before they conceded that goal, it was a bit of a scrappy goal in the corner. Um, I think they just made a sub that they had to. They they brought on uh, one of their young centre backs. He made his debut. Um, I think he was maybe caught out of position a little bit, but um, you know they, they held on as long as they could, and unfortunately uh, they just couldn't couldn't hold Adelaide out.
0: Two quick questions for you before we get on to the the second of the two games that was played. What did you make of both teams' 4-1, 4-1 formation? So Adelaide decided that they would sit one day in between their midfield and their defence. Um, for City, they decide to sit um, Aiden O'Neill in between there and then play uh, j Mac up top and have a midfield stacked with uh, Andrew Naboot and uh, Lecky, and so on. Do you think that's the right formations that both sides should be playing?
1: Yeah, a little bit different for city. normally you know you, you expect the two the two wide players or to, to form that front, front three, three and, yep. and to get to get high and then you're expecting their their wing backs Jamo and Scott Galloway. To make those overlapping runs, so uh, maybe a bit a bit more conservative for City. Um, different different style of formation. You had Metcalf and and Berenguer playing in front of O'Neill. It was it was um, unusual.
0: So is this a, a COVID default formation, or is this club's teams now realizing they need to start pushing the envelope and trying new things?
1: Yeah, maybe you know um, everyone's so used to City playing that you know three up three up top. Maybe they need to change things up, mix it up a bit. Um, it's not too dissimilar in terms of, you know, personnel on the pitch, in terms of shape, in terms of, um, you know, pressing and, and body positioning and, and, and where you are on the pitch. They're, they're pretty similar positions. Um, it just means Leckie and, and Nabu are coming slightly a bit deeper. They're not sitting as high um, and maybe not in line with, with J-Mac. Um, so so not, not too dissimilar. Um, but, yeah, it's, it is becoming a bit of a trend, this 4-1, 4-1 formation.
0: And will both teams get better when they get a run of continuous games? So obviously Adelaide, with the changes, need time to find their right combo and for them to gel. Whereas City, okay, they haven't changed a lot, but bringing in Leckie uh, and trying to get him to fit in amongst you know the other... Million superstars. Aiden O'Neill last year wasn't in for the whole season. He had some injuries, and then when he finally got in, uh, you know, with the quality of players you have there, he wasn't getting as much game time as he is now. So, do you think with the the run on of of you know multiple fixtures in a row, will the, both teams
1: greatly improve? Yeah. Look, ho- hopefully, we're seeing games. You know, teams playing twice, three times a week because we we want more football. Uh, the players want more football because they need that consistency. They need um, you need match. You need to be playing. Um, high intensity match minutes together to you know read each other's runs, um, know the rotations, or all these all these little things. Um, you know that y- yeah, you get a bit of it at training, but until you're putting under pressure situations in a game, um, you know you you don't know what's going to happen essentially. So um, the more football, the better. Uh, and and I think every club and every player in the A League uh, will just be hoping that there's no more interruptions and. Um, they're playing as many games as possible.
0: So moving on to the second of the two games that was played, Sydney and Raw shared the points. They had a one-all draw in, in Sydney. I think Sydney liked the victory the week before against Adelaide, unable to take maximum points against the same team they beat in the Cup midweek. So they, Sydney were able to take care of them. I think it was 1-0 in the FFA Cup. And then they come out on the Saturday a few days later. And unfortunately, the Raw must have done their homework because they were able to get something out of the game. This will excite you too, Vig Stats Man. At least the Raw ended their unwanted, unwanted goal-scoring run. So we mentioned last week in the or the week before, Vig Stats. It was before, like six thousand minutes man. or something. Yeah, it was. It was a couple of decades. Yep. So okay, they look like they are still struggling to score. This is only their second goal of the season, but they were able to put that terrible
1: record to bed for now, at least. They were, they were, and I think uh, Milos Nijic was was pretty ecstatic after he did score. He sort of dropped to the ground and 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 let out a scream, and, and the players all surrounded him. So, look, based um, on what I've seen though, they could have another crack at it throughout the year. Yeah, breaking that, that record <laughs> Potent- potentially. Yeah, let's let's just say that record uh, could be in danger.
0: So the Sky Blues still missing a host of stars, which is becoming you know a broken record. They just have to play on Alfie Costa Bratz, but um. um Mustafa Amini did get his first uh, first minutes which is a, a positive sign and uh, I think once he can get himself into the the mix and get himself uh, match fit and, and I suppose getting him into the, the Sydney way of things he'll come in hopefully and yeah. fill the job but of um,
1: injured Bratt he's the missing piece that you know that we've been talking about we said that um, Sydney needed to replace Bratton, um when he went down in, in the FFA Cup at the start of the season so um, you know, he's, he's a quality player. You, you don't you don't play in, in Dortmund. You don't play for Dortmund. And then you don't play have a career in Europe for, I think he played about seven years, seven, eight years. Um, spent a lot of time in Denmark. Denmark, Germany, I think um, total was ten. Yeah, ten, ten years in total. I think he was seven years at, at AGF in Denmark where he was a, a bit of a cult hero there. Um, play, played a lot of football and, and did quite well. Uh, you know, we, we know his quality. He, he was a, a great talent as a, as a youngster when he was here at Central Coast. Um, he knows the league, but he's, I don't think he's played. I think that was his first minutes for a year and seven or eight months. So he hasn't played for a long time. He's had a few ops on his knees, um, but it's just good to see him back out there. And he's, he's a player, he's, he's a bit infectious, so he brings that sort of buzz to the group. Um, really, he's a bit of a character, so good, good, it'll be good for Sydney to have someone like him around, maybe pick up the mood in, in, in the squad. Mustafa, return of the King. Return of the King. And you hear the monkey he's, laugh. He's ready and then to go. That,
0: that could be Sydney's new promo, oh couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> could there be a, a, but a, a Tale of Two Cities? Cam Sober was dangerous. His afterburners run set up uh, Caceres' Caceres's classy finish, who took that expertly with a one yeah. touch on the outside of the foot uh, to beat the on rushing keeper. But on the other side of, like I said, the Tale of Two Cities, you've got Lescano. Is there a man more out of form than him? The ball dropped to him. I don't know if you saw. Captain uh, Wilco gave him a, a gift on about the penalty spot. Unmarked. Wide and high. Never looked like going in. Wouldn't matter if the goals were the size I'll tell of the you field. i
1: I didn't see it because it's hard to watch two games <laughs> at the same time. right? So there's only two games in the whole weekend, and they're played <laughs> on the same time. There's no split view. You can't watch both at once. You've got to have one TV on here, one TV on there, your laptop over here. It's impossible, right? So, so which so, game did so you choose? So I I I fall into the trap of flicking between two. So you miss you miss bits and pieces oh, So I say
0: you say so you missed his his uh so I missed, absolute I miss, shocker. I
1: missed that but anyway. Yeah, he he hasn't really hit the ground running at Brisbane and they they were looking for a player to um to roar and instead they have got a guy that can't even at the moment uh it's
0: they're all mouse. They're meek meek. not roaring, they're snoring. All <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolute crickets up there. Look, one positive, at least for besides the fact that they uh, they got their second goal of a season and they did get a point, was the fact that, uh, look, everyone knows the human force field. Jamie Young's uh, moved to Western United, left pig boots to be filled. But young Macklin Freck, God, he's doing a hell of a job. Stellar job. He pulled off a couple of great saves on the weekend, and so did Andrew Redmayne. He he's freaking good, isn't he? He's is freaking good. Um, and look, I think they did ride their luck a little bit, sitting out a few chances late, especially Vandersad clipping the post. But uh, I think at the moment, especially with Sydney's side and injuries, I know maybe people think having the break allows them to get players back, but they're not getting players back. All it means is they're getting rusty. They got on a two-game winning streak. They look like they're finding a bit of momentum and then it's, it's halted very quickly by, you know, a week and a half of inactive play and then you're playing a cup game and cup games aren't the same, right? They're, a, they're like a Russian roulette. They're a, they're a quick... Crash, you know, grab, crash and grab. There's no, yep. there's not like a, a league game where you go in there and it's more a chess game. It's yep. just go in there and it's like the big bash. And the only way to get rid of that rust, besides some WD forty, is getting on the pitch and uh, getting some consecutive games. So hopefully, not only for Sydney, but for all the teams in the league that they get that opportunity. So that's the end of uh, that segment. Uh, up after the break, we welcome to the Player Escape Room, Kiwi International and Sydney FC Livewire, Costa Barbarusis. Catch you after the break. You're listening to the Football Revolution. Up now in the player escape room is a man with over 250 A-League appearances to his name. Where he signs, silverware usually follows. Please welcome to the show, trophy collector, Sydney's Costa Barbarouss. G'day mate, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me mate, cheers
0: it's great to have you here. Now, firstly, before we get on to the uh, the fractured ankle, um, this is probably the only upside about you being injured is this is probably the most normal Christmas you've had since you made your A League debut deb- 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 back when you were seventeen. So, have you had a chance to relax and unwind and do a few things that you wouldn't normally do in the uh, festive season?
2: Yeah, it was great. I actually, um, yeah, just did a whip around message in the in the club's WhatsApp in our players group, and you know, I just said to the boys, you know, whoever's sort of uh got no family here or um has got nowhere to be for christmas you know welcome to come over to my place we had some some food and and stuff like that so yeah it was great we had 20 to 30 people there. um boys had a good time some of us could have a few drinks some of us couldn't because uh the boys had a game the next day um we're pretty lightweights anyway. If I have a couple of drinks, I'll be on the floor. So uh, <laughs> the good food, it was good food uh, and good company. So,
0: uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Is this your own idea or did you rip this off Ted Lasso? So I believe that the media manager in Ted Lasso, he uh, invites around all the foreign players who have nowhere to go. So can they take a bit of credit for it? Is this all your own doing, Costa?
2: Yeah, I watched Ted Lasso too. so <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably did get the idea from there. I was probably feeling... Um, yeah, a bit compassionate and I did it after that.
0: <laughs> Mate, it's very nice of you. So tell us who, who came around, if you don't mind dobbing some names in, who who came around for a Barbarous feed?
2: Yeah, uh Alfie and his girls came. He's got um three three girls and his, his wife, uh Bratsy and his kids. Uh Donks uh, had his family over and they came. Uh Retre, Zulo, Uh and then I had Alex by my hand as well with his family too. So uh yeah, we had uh, over you know, sort of 15 adults and, and 10 11 kids, so it was uh, all
0: happening here, mate. It's a star studded uh Christmas lunch. I, I wish I'd known because it would have given me plenty of uh, plenty of players I could have hit up. So I, I wish I'd been told before before it happened, but uh, look, I'm still happy that I know about it after the event. I'll take that.
2: No, it's great, yeah. We had uh, had Alvis planning to come here as only he actually, you know, unfortunately got COVID and he was. Uh, alone on Christmas too, so that was um, probably the only downside to it. But
0: yeah, what it was it, a really good day. Before we move on, what what was on the menu? I know you've uh, you obviously a, a New Zealand background, but there's also Greek Greek heritage there too. Was there some spit? What what, what was on the uh, table?
2: No, I didn't do a spit. Um, my missus did a like a roast lamb. Uh, loads, yeah. You know, you name it, it was there. We had uh, roast lamb pretty early on, about one or two o'clock, with all the rest of it. Um, and then I actually, I don't know if you are familiar with Aljana chicken. Yep. Yeah. I I went and picked up a bunch, you know, (laughs) five, six chickens and and the rest, uh, at about six o'clock. So we had a, you know, sort of double feed. It was really good.
0: Yeah. It's absolute quality. So look a a less, uh, less enjoyable topic at the moment. So, uh, you played in the FFA cup game after being out for a while injured and then, uh, at training you fractured your ankle. How's everything going? Are we on the mend and uh, how long before Sydney FC fans get to see you back on the pitch?
2: Yeah, on the mend, I was uh, in the moon boot for about 10 days afterwards. Um, uh, as I, I spoke to you quickly before, I actually played with the the fracture. We weren't sort of aware of what it was. And uh, it was from an impact sort of incident at training. And I just got on with it and, you know, didn't feel like myself. And it reacted, uh, it reacted badly after the game. So we got the scan from there. Um, yeah, it, basically, I'm still... Uh, trying to get going without any pain with, you know, skipping and and light running and still giving me a bit of pain. So basically uh, a few weeks from when I start running uh, comfortably again. So hopefully end of the month, early next month.
0: The sooner the better, but at least it's mending, which is is the main thing. And I think we'll put a a smile on all the Sky Blues faces when they uh, they hear this interview. So, mate, uh, Premiership Championship double. You've done it with the Raw, Victory and Sydney you may, may or may not know this, has any other player got such a great pedigree when it comes to, hence why I call you the trophy hunter or the trophy winner, why, are you the only player that's ever won doubles at three clubs in the A-League?
2: Um, I, yeah, I think I'm the only one that's won uh, championships with three different clubs. Um, so I guess yeah, that means that I'm the only one to do a double as well. Um, yeah, just uh, stars aligned sort of thing at the right time where I am. Um been lucky enough to play with some really good teams over the years too um you know brisbane uh joined at the right time pretty much all of us did with you know a lot of i wouldn't maybe unknown or sort of uh hungry players and the stars sort of aligned obviously with a great coach and uh victory yeah uh, same thing had some great players a lot of experienced players really in that team and uh, dominated that, that first time we won the, the double. And then obviously coming here, similar sort of thing, just pretty much dominated from the beginning of that um, double winning season. And um, yeah, like I said, obviously everyone works hard and and you want trophies at the end of the year. Um, and yeah, I've been lucky enough to, to play in some really good sides.
0: I don't know if it's luck, and, and I appreciate your modesty, but uh, I'll definitely before Melbourne Cup next or this year, or before one of the big major football tournaments, I'm going to be asking you for your tips because you seem to be good at picking winners, mate. You've jumped on plenty, so I don't put it down to a bit of luck. I put it down to just absolutely having a nose for winners.
2: Yeah, I'm not a betting man, so um, yeah, don't don't come to me for anything else apart from football. <laughs> Fire him um, this
0: way, mate. I'm more than happy to take him on board. Yeah,
2: yeah, just uh, yeah. It's hard work and, uh, you know, all the years of hard work, definitely uh, playing it. But, you know, everyone will tell you it's it's tough to win a championship. So, um, you know, everyone's working hard. And all the teams are working hard in the long preseason we have and, and during the year. Uh, so even to win one championship is, uh, you know, you've got to be quite fortunate, um, not in the luck sort of sense, fortunate that you, you're able to do it at least once. So I've been lucky enough to do it four times so far and hope hope for a few more
0: yeah absolutely brilliant so mate you've had over 250 plus appearances as i said in the uh in the intro and you're only 31 and you're fast approaching the top 10 so i think you're about number 14 on the all-time a-league appearances list what's the target have you got a target in mind
2: uh not games wise i just really now i just look at um just trying to keep my body and in good shape obviously there's injuries that you can't control like what's happened now uh it's probably my first uh you know major you know midterm injury that i've had so i've been uh had a good run up until now um yeah i just you know i look after myself uh you know outside of training and in the work environment so i want to just keep my body in good shape and i think i've still got uh, plenty of years in, in my body
0: well, I totally agree, but uh, I've also got a question which is probably a little bit off track, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So you've had spells in Russia and Greece besides the number of appearances you've had in the A-League. Um, what stopped you from the big long-term move abroad? So your form's always been really, really good here, hence why you know, you've know you you've played at some of the biggest clubs and why the biggest clubs have chased you. What stopped you from taking that next big step to a European league? Yeah, it's
2: a good question. I just, um, you know, once I did those couple of years over there and... Greece it was actually great, and it was working really well. And uh, a few things stopped me from, you know, prolonging my stay there. The the club wanted me to stay there, and I was really happy there. But I was on loan from my Russian club, and they were asking for transfer fees from Agost, and, you know, they weren't in a position to do any of that. They were mostly picking up free agents or, you know, free transfers, uh, you know. Um, and then I established myself here in the A-League, um, I, you know had a few years at victory, like you said, and, and, uh, did well. And, you know, my, after my first stint, you know, it was three years after the three years, there were a few options to go overseas again. Um, and I was 26 at that time. Um, and I just, you know, it's, it's tough going overseas. You know, people, people don't realize, um, you go there and you're starting from zero, you know, and, um, even especially, let alone an Aussie as a Kiwi, um, <laughs> you you don't get the you know the respect straight away. And uh, look, I was just really happy in Australia. Australia's been really good to me football-wise. And uh, I I have thought about you know going back to Europe, but not for too long because it's always either offers have have come here pretty quickly that I've been happy to to play on here, or uh, the moves abroad that you know they were on the table didn't really appeal to me that much. So. Uh, a bit of bit of both of
0: that, really. Look, I think before Sydney fans start yelling at me, we don't want to lose him. I don't want to lose you from the league either. But the good news for them is, you did return to victory once, and you did return to the Phoenix once. So if you did leave Sydney, there's a chance you'd come back. So to, without being selfish here, if they let you go, I'm pretty sure they'll come back. So before they start, I guess start getting all this hate mail. We'd love him to stay in the league, but uh, sometimes we have to put the players' benefits before the fans. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look,
2: there's still maybe time for a. You know overseas stint again but um i'm not like a you know like a before i'm not overly uh searching for it if it comes and it's a good opportunity it's you know it's never that i didn't want to um just was right at the time i've got two young kids as well now so that uh you got to bring that into the mix um so yeah we'll
0: see Mate, and one more question before we get into the two games I like to play with my guests. So we've seen that you're a bit of a, uh, a Lego, a big Lego fan recently, and I know they've released the New Camp in Old Trafford. If they bring out the Allianz Stadium when it's complete, will you be one of the first people lining up to buy it? Yeah,
2: I'd love that. <laughs> really I knew good. we'd get you on that I, I'd one. Actually, I'd actually like to step in it myself yeah, before I, I build the Lego, you know? <laughs> um, So yeah, I'd love to see it first, but... Uh, on that, yeah, by, by all accounts and what we've been told, it seems like it's going to be a fantastic stadium. So I, I can't wait to see it.
0: Well, look, it looks like in the near future, the first one you'll step on will be the real stadium. But uh, if we get the Lego one, it sounds like that'd be a bonus.
2: Mm, that would be
0: awesome yeah. Alright mate So the first game we like to play with our guests As I said Is called Lock, Stock and Three, Smoke and Balls We have three questions for you Whatever pops into your head Fire away And uh, like I said uh, If I can help you out I will And if I can't Then uh, we're more than happy to listen to you talk Because I'm just the sidekick So uh, you ready to play? <laughs> I don't know what
2: this is going to be But yeah let's
0: go Alright If you could sign one player from the A-League To play with Sydney FC Who would it be? Ooh you get a pick of the board here, mate. Anyone from any team, no salary cap. Doesn't matter what their 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 uh their actual salary is, or doesn't matter what the transfer fee is. We'll pay it,
2: mate. What a question. Um, I w- I would probably say uh, maybe the Villa. I think is probably the one that sticks out straight away. Uh, not thinking about uh, fitting into our team or whatever, just. Purely on um, talent and ability, probably
0: the Villa. yeah. Mate, I think he's a great choice. But not only that, with Bratz out at the moment, there's another possibility you could have slot him straight in. So uh, if the Bulls are done with him, we can try and see if we can get him across to the Sky Blues. But uh, I don't like my chances, but uh, I'll still ask yeah, the question. The, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, if you could change one FIFA rule, what would it be? What drives you bonkers when you're, when you're out there on the pitch and you just think, I wish these clowns would sit down and uh, change this rule?
2: Uh, easy offside rule. I oh, think. Even but they play was, for three years
0: uh, afterwards. Is that what you're
2: talking? Uh, no, nah, just the the ruling on. Uh, I think you know the actual rule states, or well, I don't know now what it is, but used to be, if it was a tight call, that the advantage would go to the attacker. Obviously, it's not the case now, and um, you know, it's scoring goals is the hardest thing in football. I think you know, and that's what uh, makes a difference in games, and and uh, you know, that decides games and. When there's calls that are this close being ruled for offside, uh, you're taking away, uh, you know, opening a game up by an early goal or a late equaliser or whatever. And, uh, you know, you, lo- you lose that excitement from the fans uh, getting a goal uh, called back as well. So uh, i definitely
0: say the offside rule. Mate, you are correct there because the offside rule seems to be changing more frequently than the uh, COVID uh, close contact rule. It's changing every day, right? So hopefully we can get one that sticks and uh, then we all know which direction we're heading and what the rule is. But uh, mate, it's definitely a a rule that I agree with that I think we should be changing. And the last question I have for you, if you could be anybody for one day, who would it be and why? Anyone in time, could be someone dead or alive, could be a musician, could be a politician, could be anything.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I I'd say maybe somebody like I don't know, DiCaprio strikes me as a cool sort of cat okay. he just sort of walks to his own sort of be he doesn't I don't think he's um you know, for the megastar that he is, he doesn't uh, you know, lean into the celebrity sort of thing and, and um just does his own thing. So I uh, yeah, somebody
0: like that, I think. Yeah, quality. Absolute quality. All right, mate, uh, that was too easy for you. So we're going to step things up a little bit here and play the second game we like to call. It's our version of the card game. You know, it's called Nuno. As I said to you off air, we'll, uh, we'll ask you seven questions. When you get to the sixth question, you must call out Nuno to, be, to avoid being hit with any penalty questions. I will record the time, how long it takes you. So give us your best honest answers. I'll touch on a few of them at the end. The current record is Christian Theo Harris from Western United, whose time is 25.17. But I'm probably more worried about uh, the quality of answers than I am of uh, – more, more quality of touches than I am of just uh, getting, getting many, as many touches on the ball as you can. So uh, are you ready to play? Yeah, let's go. All right. First one, s- snow or sand?
2: Snow.
0: Home cooking or Uber Eats?
2: Home cooking.
0: Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Follow your head or your heart? Heart. Comedy or action movies? Comedy. Messi? Nuno. No, you, you, won, you went in too early, mate. That's only That's number five. Six. That's the six. No, it's only five.
2: I'm counting
0: with my fingers. No, number six. Messi ah. or Ronaldo?
2: Messi. Nuno.
0: <laughs> Flat white or long black? Uh, flat white. 38 seconds. Yeah,
2: that's terrible. Mate, you know what it At is. At least that?
0: I was thinking about it a bit. Mate, I'm 100%. I, I'm loving your answers, but I think you tried to beat the offside trap and you just kept getting caught. Timing <laughs> my
2: run. And, yeah, <laughs> timing as well,
0: as usual. Mate, look, let's backtrack a little bit on these. So um, you said Messi over Ronaldo. Why?
2: Just overall play. I think I'd, I'd pay to watch ronaldo before i i uh, to watch messi sorry before i went to to see ronaldo i think um yeah just the type of things i like to see i think you know Ronaldo's unbelievable but i think he's turned into more of a 18-yard box sort of player more or less and he's probably the best ever at that but uh you know Messi picking the ball up in his own half and beating two three players i think uh yeah probably the best player ever
0: yeah, mate, a bit sport for choice, but uh, everyone has a preference with these, so it's quite interesting to see what the what the big guns all think. But uh, comedy movies, what's your favourite of all time? Uh, mate,
2: there's a few. Uh, is it, this one's a bit of like a not a dark comedy, but a bit of a, a dramedy. The The Terminal. I don't know if you heard about it. I At have. Hanks. I have. Yep. Yeah, I love that one. Um, where he obviously is uh, from somewhere around russia and his passport gets revoked and he's stuck in the terminal and obviously tries to you know work the system and, and learn english i think it's brilliant um
0: i hope this is not based on your own experiences when you're in uh, over in <laughs> russia is this is this is this a bit close to home for you the other terminal
2: No, i I, made <laughs> sure I didn't give my passport away at all over there okay uh, um yeah you know the other classics old school um wedding crashes um Super bad, They're all yeah. Step Brothers, yeah. There's a lot. All
0: right. What What are you currently watching on Netflix? I know it wasn't one of the questions, but have you got something that you've especially now that you've had a bit of time to yourself and you're recovering from injury that you've been watching?
2: Yeah, me and the missus watched Kevin Hart's one true story that that miniseries. Yeah, It wasn't bad. Um I'm watching a like a anime sort of one called Arcane. It's based on League of Legends. I don't play League of Legends, but uh, it's got a good Reviews, so I'm checking that out. Um And then movies, wise, uh, yeah, I haven't seen too much, really, because uh yeah, just been sort of busy with the series,
0: mate. Without hanging yourself, who gets to choose uh, what you guys are going to watch together with you and the missus? So do you take turns, or does uh, does she get number one pick, or how does how does that work?
2: It's yeah, more of a a joint decision. Or usually, if I say. You wanna watch this? She says yes, but if she wants to, you know, watch Grey's Anatomy reruns or something like that, I just play on the PlayStation for the night and that's sort of <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for really most nights.
0: <laughs> Mate, I I thought if you ever get stuck you can always just say Bimby said we have to watch this. That's probably the easiest way of getting around it, right? And then everybody wins.
2: Yeah, yeah that's true
0: all right mate and just one other quick one so flat white being from melbourne multiple times you've played for victory twice now so you'd be probably a bit of a coffee expert why the flat white
2: yeah i've never been a long black sort of sort of guy i don't take sugar or anything in my in my flat white of course Um, you don't but it's just that yeah it's just the extra the little bit of milk or frost that uh you know a long black sort of strikes me as a you know, you're just chugging, trying to get through the day, sort of thing. I, I'm sort of, I like to just sit and enjoy my coffee rather than drink it for for the need of having it.
0: So it's as as much about the look as it is about the taste.
2: Yeah, just the yeah, the long black just, is somebody in a in a rush trying to get a coffee hit? In, to be honest,
0: all right, mate. Well, look, like I said, based on your other answers, like like uh, be, saying you follow your heart, that's a good thing. And like I said, having your two girls and. And uh, basically the sort of player you are too, you you put in for the team all the time and you seem to always be doing what's best for the team, not just for yourself. So I'm not surprised by that. But uh, mate, look, we really appreciate your time. I know that you do have a bit of time out from football at the moment, but you are... Pretty hectic with the, with the family, which is a great thing at this time of year, which you've probably not experienced, like I said, since you were 17. Uh, we wish you all the best. We hope you get back on the park as soon as possible and that the ankle uh, mends as quickly as possible. And uh, we also hope that you can find some Lego to do, maybe something that only takes a week or two, because that means that you'll be back sooner rather than later. But once again, thank you so much for being on the Football Revolution and uh, we'll catch up with you later on in the year. Oh, that was great.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: You're listening to the Football Revolution. Absolute pleasure chatting with Costa Barbarousas. Hopefully uh, his injury heals and he gets back on the pitch soon and we see more football and less Lego. But up now we have our post-Xmas sales, which is the January transfer, or better known as the January transfer window. So teams are chasing bargains to raise money, clear debts. Uh, Other teams are chasing it to strengthen a positive start to the season or trying to recover from a poor start. Whatever your reason, the credit cards are (laughs) cha-chinging.
1: So it's oh, you got me. It is. They are. There's plenty happening. There's there's, there's a lot of movement. Um, Adelaide uh, have been up there there's a lot of a lot of business. What's um, been
0: happening uh, in the la- in the land of churches or the, c- the, the city, city of churches? Of churches. Yeah. Uh,
1: the bells are ringing. I tell you what. Um, <laughs>
0: That's not the cash registers either, is it?
1: it, it or it is. The cash maybe register. it is. I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Benny Halloran's gone off to FC Seoul, which is which is a, a great move for him in in terms of a career move. He's, he's only 29. Um, you know, he, he's probably looking to get back into the Socceroos squad and if he's playing regularly in the K League, then there's no reason why he can't uh, get back into that Socceroos squad. Yeah, A League's lost but uh Benny Halloran's game. Yeah, definitely. And and we, we touched on it earlier. Um St- Stefan Mork looks like he's he's uh morking out the door. <laughs> uh he he's going <laughs> off to off to the J two to uh Fagiano. Um, same team as, as Mitchell Duke, Fagiano Okayama. Okay, so he's going so to, to join our mate Juki. He's going to see Juki. Okay. Um, get the jukebox singing again.
0: So, and rumour has it that uh, his possible replacement could be one of the best A-leagues ever seen, Diego Castro.
1: That is a big rumour. Not a bad replacement. Big rumour floating around. Um, if, if they can lure uh, Diego Castro down to the uh, city of churches, uh, the bells will be ringing. Um Oh God! I tell you what, there'll be a, f- a few, few uh, Adelaideans uh, knocking a, a few Coopers off. I think
0: the other, the other players that they've brought in is so uh, Aussie international youth international Lachlan Brook returns from uh, for the for the remainder of the season on loan from uh, Brentford. Uh, so that's another big win for them. So players walk out the door, and before you have a chance to cry over them, you've uh, <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> you've, in. you've that, got other quality players coming in.
1: Very good replacement.
0: Uh, you've also mentioned uh, the j- new Japanese strikers come in.
1: Yeah, I- Ibusuki. Uh, he's coming from uh, Sh- Shimizu. He looked pretty good on the weekend. Um, he's he, another
0: youth international who's played in sta- in Spain as well as his homeland. So yeah, another quality got, signing. He's
1: got good pedigree. He's only thirty. Um, he's he's a big lad. He's a you know he's, he's got presence, physical presence, and, and they're going to miss that with uh, Cassini Yangi out. So
0: and he's also got confidence because he's come off the bench and no sooner as he come the on in. he's banged a goal in. Yeah, so he, it's a nice way to open your account.
1: We we know what Japanese players are like. They're very technical. Um, and he, he looks he looks to be a player, and, and it could be could offer um, Adelaide something different up top.
0: And they also welcome uh, Lachlan Barr from uh, Adelaide City as an injury replacement for Nick Ansell, who seems to be out long term now with an unfortunate
1: uh, injury. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Look, um, always good to have uh, a player that's in Adelaide come out of the the NPL in Adelaide. So um, it'll be a bit of a step up for him, um, especially with with fitness. He's got to get up to speed, but um, you know, always always good to see. Um, players being promoted from, from the National Premier League.
0: Look, lots happening at Adelaide, so hopefully now if we can get these fixtures back on, they can start to get some stability, get a, the right combo, the right formation and start, uh, they also welcome back, as we know, um, a few weeks back, good old George, George Blackwood, so that's another...
1: And he's, he's been on the score sheet uh, twice in two games. Yeah, so. another
0: hometown boy that's come back, so uh, lots happening
1: there, so what about uh, at the Sky Blues? Sky Blues will uh, Musti Aminis in. Uh, we we spoke about them getting a replacement for Luke Braddon. They've uh, they've got Musti in. Um, hasn't played for a while, but I, I think he's, he's a quality player. We we spoke about he's played overseas. Well, you would expect
0: um, after ten years in Germany and Denmark, you've uh, definitely learned a lot and improved.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to to seeing how he fits into to Sydney's um, formation. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, he, he gets some minutes and, and stays injury-free because he's, he's a good value. So
0: the Bulls now seem like they've picked up two, two smart acquisitions. First one being former Watford defender Adrian
1: Mariapa. 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 Yeah, some, some shrewd business from um, from the Bulls. So they've brought in uh, Mariapa from, from uh, Watford. I think he was at, uh, where was he before, uh, after Watford? Was it uh, Bristol City? I think he was there for a little bit. Uh, so he he's come in, um he's already played it played a few minutes, um, and they've also signed uh Apostolos Janu. What do you from, think of, uh, of that
0: signing? So is that is that sending a message that Tommy Urich is no closer to being ready or are they just basically adding some more weapons to the artillery. What's your thinking behind that? I, I haven't seen any extra information. Look, Gianni's a, he's a good signing. And look, to be honest, he hasn't really ever shown a lot in Australia because I don't know if he's... I don't think he's ever played here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's never shown anything here. All we get to see is snippets of him playing for the Socceroos. Yeah. But obviously, if you're overplaying in Europe... Look, he's, he played in play. Euro-
1: he's played in Europe for over 10 years now. So, you know, he's got to have something about him. Um, he's in the Socceroos squad regularly. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I think it speaks, it speaks of maybe Tommy Urich isn't, isn't 100% ready um, or, you know, he's, he's not match fit. I, I don't know where he's at. Um, so, so maybe bringing Janu in gives him that bit of experience up top. Um, you know, we, we spoke about Lockie Rose being playing up there, doing doing a great job. Um, but knowing um, knowing uh, Milicic, I, I think he, he likes having those older players in the squad. And having that focal point up top with, with Janu and potentially Yurich coming back whenever he's whenever I don't know we don't know what what's happening with Tommy. So the Bulls have had no luck, have they, with the injuries? So Tommy Yurich has
0: basically had very little part to play in the season so far, even with all these disruptions and and rescheduled games and cancelled games. You've got uh, you know the, a couple of their other signings. The only one that's really been playing regularly is Craig Noon.
1: Yeah. And and he's you know he he'll play a full season because that's just that's just Nuni you know he's he's a fit he's a fit player um, you know doesn't really get injured you know, we saw him at City play pretty much every single game week in week out the, the, of the little Mexican's been gone for weeks now yeah Davier's been out has been gone yeah. so yeah look may, maybe they just need to bring some experience in um, I don't really know what was happening with uh, Janu's um, what what was happening in Greece. Uh, his situation over there But it looks like he wasn't Wasn't getting much game time At Offie Crete so. The
0: exciting thing For the MacArthur fans Are though That if you're bringing These players in While you've got players injured When they are all fully fit You'll have a hell of a squad To oh, pick they'll, from
1: They'll be when, they, when they've got a full squad You know Good, good luck getting into that, that top 11 It's going to be a headache For uh, Milicic
0: Yeah and, and definitely If they can get everybody Back on the on the pitch And playing as, as One unit They'd have to definitely Be a crack at a top 2 finish so, moving on to the Phoenix, who haven't had the best of luck. So they've had better fortune in the FFA Cup than they have in the league so far, but
1: uh, maybe that kickstarts their season. Who have they picked up? Yeah, definitely. So, they've signed uh, Scott Wooten from uh, Morecambe. I think he's ex-Man ex- United uh, junior. Ex-United Liverpool, and he also played at senior level for Leeds. So, so he's, he's, got he's got some runs on predatory. the board. He's, yep. played, he's played in England in, in the top, top divisions over there. Um, he's coming over from League One. He's 30. Um, we said they needed to strengthen that spine up. Um, so having a, a centre back there, um, you know, bit of a bit of a leader, uh, I would assume. So well, the thing was,
0: uh, last year they were struggling until they brought back good old Stephen, Stephen Taylor, Taylor yeah. and then that steadied the ship. Yep. And then all of a sudden he decides to retire and move to Dubai, and they've got the Stay same problem again this year. Yeah, well, they have got the same problem again this year. So yeah, definitely, that,
1: we, we said that they need they need leaders and they needed to fix fix the spine and and get that right. So but that's that's, 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 that's what poor. They've done.
0: But that's poor from the back room. Yeah, they the should have that had that done. They sh- at that the should start have been number season. one priority for them. Not now after yep. you've lost these games and you realize, holy crap, yep. we need someone to marshal our defense. Hundred percent.
1: But that's the luxury of the A League. There's no relegation, so you can afford to learn the lesson slow or not afford, at all. Yeah, exactly. They they didn't have to go and do this, but they have because they they want to start winning football matches. Um, and I think it's a, it's a good b- bit of business. Uh, they've also gone to uh, the Mexican League. And, to and try and find another Deve- they've, De- they've gone for Davia <laughs> Mini. Um, they've gone a bit younger. He's only 26. Uh, Gail Sandoval signed him from uh, Chivas in the Mexican League. So I'm interested to see. Don't know much about him, but interested to see uh, what he'll bring to the league. Yeah, look,
0: you know, we've, we've noticed over the last probably five seasons now, even if you don't come with a CV, if you are a good player and you come in and you're, here for the right reasons, you can turn out to be a Ninkovic or a Devia or someone we've never
1: actually heard of. or yeah. a great. Barisha. Yeah. Bessart was, you know, not nobody. And you can
0: set the world on fire here. At the end of the day, you don't have to be a massive name. You just yeah. have to be a quality player on the pitch. You're That's all it needs to play good
1: football and, and you'll win the fans over. Uh,
0: I think this one's old news, but City have lost Nathaniel Atkinson to Hearts, so he's gone and joined Cam Devlin over there in the Scottish League. As we said, I think it's probably a little bit early for him, but look, no one's gonna look a gift horse in the mouth if you get offered to go play over in, yeah, one, look, in a in that professional you think, you league. Think over it's a in bit early.
1: Yeah. I, I think I think it's time for him to go. He's he's 22. Um, you know he, he played he la, last season. He was great. Uh, Joe Mars the medal. He's won a grand final with City. You know it's time for him to move on. Um, and I, I think going to the to the Scottish league as long as, long as he plays doesn't matter where. It Doesn't matter where, If you go overseas, doesn't matter where you go. As long as you go somewhere where you're gonna play regular football or they have nice beaches and food. Yeah, all right. Nice <laughs> beaches and food is a, b- is a bonus. We'll
0: have a six-pack we'll six on this, right? We'll see at the end of the year. There's no nice
1: beaches in Scotland no, and, we'll see and the food's rubbish. So we'll see at the end of the know, season he's how,
0: how he finishes up at Hearts and then we'll have a six-pack on it, right? Basically, we'll work out whether he's ha- it was a good move or a bad news and at right. the end of the season I we'll I th-
1: tell. I think I, I, I'm hoping it's a good move for him. I'm
0: ho- yeah, So am I, but I'm hoping if it's not, I at least get a six-pack. All right. Alright So uh, quick I uh, know we're not a PL show uh, This year But uh, just a quick snapshot Of the two major things That uh, have been happening I think Santa Must have uh, Run out of present Ideas for Newcastle So just been Giving them cash In a card Haven't they And just said Go and buy your own <laughs> presents. So they're just Chucking it at anyone They've Top brought back uh, you love that, Experts I mean? And uh, former Atletico Madrid uh, Defender England international Trippier, Kieran Trippier They've also gone And uh, I find this one Hilarious They've pinched Chris Wood From uh, Burnley Who's currently Sitting in last So not only Do you get A, a quality striker who knows how to score in the Kiwi International, but you've also sabotaged and sunk Burnley Your in the rivals. process. Yeah, <laughs> someone who's yeah. fighting to, to stay afloat like alongside I, you. Like
1: I said, if if Steve Bruce was manager of Newcastle and he'd gone out and signed Chris Wood, they'd, they'd be throwing their arms up going, what the hell is going on? Why are we signing this player? Blah, blah, blah. But I think it's it's quite smart business in, in terms of they're depleting uh, Burnley, who are probably dead and buried anyway, but they're going to get relegated. So one of their rivals... And, um, you know, Chris Woods, uh, he's, a proven, he's a proven player, and, and he's, he's a scrapper. So he'll, he'll, he'll put his body on the line, and he'll score those goals that some, you know, he'll get into positions to score those goals that other strikers, some other fancy, more maybe high-paid strikers wouldn't do.
0: But no disrespect, though he's done his time, hasn't he at Burnley? He scored enough goals now in a team who whose aspirations aren't as high or as lofty as he, a lot of other teams. He in the Premier League. they
1: said no, no bad blood. He's, he spent I don't know four years there or, or, or whatever it was. Um, and had to listen to the coach talk with a great voice all the time. Yeah, and look, look, that's four years of New, torture. If Newcastle, <laughs> ca- yeah, if Newcastle <laughs> come knocking, you're gonna pack your bags and go straight away with the you know the financial situation that they're in at the moment. And the ambition of that club, well, good luck to him. And the one we love at the moment. So, look, I'm never going to turn my back on Spurs and I'm Spurs
0: through and through, but you've got to love the way this club is working. They don't wait until, you know, D-Day and tell you the hard luck stories. Oh, we missed out on this player because this happened or this happened and we, we we couldn't get the deal done in time. They do it at the start. They make sure that they get what they want. Okay, it helps now that you have a Liverpool legend in Stevie G that players love and want to play for. But they did this when they sold Grealish in the first transfer window. They went and even before they had um, Stevie G, they went out and splashed the hundred million they got for Greely Sean uh, Buendia, ba- Buendia Bailey and Danny Ings. Yep, and now they've gone out again now and brought in Coutinho and uh, Luca D. If you told us at the start of the year that yep. the biggest signing in
1: January was going to be Coutinho to Villa, no, no chance. No, I would no just laughed in your face. No chance. I would have laughed. And and I watched the game against against United on the on, uh, on the weekend, and you must um, have enjoyed it. Dead <laughs> set. Being a big United Dead fan. Sad. seriously. And I, I'm, I'm looking at this Villa team and I'm thinking, I would have a few of these players in, in my team. I would have Luka Ding at left back. And I would have – I'd probably have Matty Cash there right back at, at, over our right backs at the moment.
0: What about this, though, for um just timing? So he he basically said – Dinge said that the reason he left is because of Benitez, right? He came in and he's just a clown. He doesn't rate him and he gets sacked today so he, yeah so, but
1: well, so well, the there's obviously some, some sort of truth there's some sort of truth to that
0: yeah but what I'm saying is then you now go okay I've left he stays the whole year ago I made the right decision no matter what happens here but now that he left he's been sacked if you'd stayed at Everton where you were happy originally so look it, it's it's one of those things it's yeah. a sliding door moment right so I, Gwyneth Paltrow I, I your think
1: I think Villa Villa are a massive club in England massive fan base um they're in Birmingham second biggest city in England um and and they've got they look like a club with ambition. And Steven Gerrard, a, a young up and coming coach, um, and now they're going out and signing these players like Coutinho, Luka-Ding, uh Bueno has been. And Coutinho does really the good. job on the weekends, so and he yeah and he scores scores the equaliser. And they've got some good young players as well. Tyrone Mings, great defender, right? And he's a and he's a leader on and off the pitch. So I, I think they I think Villa are going to be a they're going to be a top ten Premier League team potentially for, for the next couple of years.
0: So hats off and uh, love and respect
1: to Villa the villains at the moment because they're doing all the
0: right things, not only on the pitch but off the pitch as well. Okay, so that's the end of our... Um I suppose, our bargain basement buy (laughs) and our quick shopping in the January transfer window. And I'm sure there's a lot more to come before it closes in the next 10 days or whatever it is. So we finish up now with our clinical finish. So firstly, our weekly Hamed Award. Uh, We've explained in the past why we give out this award. This week, I think there's simply one decision. Cam Sober Run, Kacira's Finish. We agree. Is that the weekly award?
1: I think so. I think so. Um, I think that that, that was the, the goal of the week. Um, lo- lovely run from Elvis. The, the Melbourne Victory fans must be watching. Going, who is this guy? Because he's a totally different player under under Corica. Look, he's not he's not the polished product, but he does have speed. And now, if he can, you know, he's got some some real good players around him as well. Um, and if he can start to create chances, and he, I think he's already scored two goals this season as well. So. Um, you know, the, a great, great run from him. Great, great balling behind. It's and, such and a, a fine a line, finish. right?
0: He ended up making a fantastic run and setting Casillas up for uh, for, the, for the goal that Sydney scored. But uh, if the raw player had followed through, he could
1: have been in 12 pieces up in the grandstand. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it is, is, such, that, a it is foo- such a fine line. It is such a fine line. football's a game made on mistakes or decisions and... You know, if you if you hesitate and you you take that split and second, and you're not
0: playing, you, that those decision making skills
1: well, evaporate. Yeah, exactly. So you know you, you miss a beat here and and you get punished for it. So um, that, that's why that's why we love the game. That's why we watch it uh, week in week out because. Um, these things happen in football, and, and we all love to see it.
0: I hesitantly say this. This week's key games, hopefully they get on. So oh, cool. I'll take any games cool. at the moment. I'll take <laughs> what have we got? some games. What have we got? So Glory play twice uh, in a few days. So on the Wednesday, they play the Raw, and then the Saturday, they follow up with the Sky Blues. So a tough ask for a team that hasn't played for quite a while. Um, you'd be guessing by now that... Uh, the, uh, the ghost that walks Sturridge is surely sure to play in one of these games, isn't he? He's been here long enough now. He knows what country he's living in. He knows how to uh, to walk around in, I a, think in he's a country a that's clim- a bit he's a, hotter he's than yeah. Yeah, So He's acclimatised, yeah. He's found a barber. Yeah, we just hope he's, he's getting some game time. The Mariners host City, which uh, Mariners uh, have been in good form this year but haven't played in a while, whereas City at least have had some hit-outs. And even though it hasn't been City at their best, it still means that they've got the engine ticking over. So I think this will be curious to Mar- see. Mariners
1: and Sydney have got the cup game um, Tuesday night as well, so yep. we'll, we'll see how that goes. So we'll
0: see how th- that they go playing those two games. And then uh, on Tuesday, which will, will be uh, after our show, but still we'll mention it, the Big Blue. So... Yeah. Uh, will be interesting not only because the tide's been turned so the last few years Sydney have been teaching uh, victory how to play the victory of the hot team at the moment Sober left And has gone to sydney and he's probably been one of their best so there's a lot of uh, little subplots storylines right yeah, there's so some this, subplots this, in this is what we want
1: to see for the big matches the big blues Your derbies you want to you want to see storylines um, you want to you want to build up to, to the occasion so oh I'm looking forward to that one next week and um, you know what what better than a uh, than a big blue
0: that's the end for us. So if we've um, if you've missed the show and you wanted to catch up on, I suppose, tonight's show or any of the shows that we've
1: done so far this season, I think we're episode eight, I think. Where do they go, VIG? Yeah, you can catch us on the uh, Football Nation radio app and uh, on all their platforms. And then uh, you can catch us also on uh, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts.
0: Okay, we uh, we thank our guest, uh, Costa Barbarousas, for uh, finding the time to come in and chat with us. Uh, we also... Uh, I suppose I'm very thankful that uh, we are still on air because everything else is being postponed at the moment. So it's nice that we get to uh, bring to you whatever little games it is each week. And uh, we also get to chat with our star players in our our player escape room. But uh, once again, thank you very much for joining us and we'll catch you again next week. And as we say until then, rise up and join the football revolution.